super concentrated. It comes in a little package, but it doesn't have to deliver a clout. Oh, it does. Do you know the word clout? Yes, it's like a hit, or I think it might be a UK phrase or a UK word, but a clout is uh, it's a big punch, and it does. This Portland wrestling episode on the 29th of May, 1982, is uh, only short because that's all that was available on YouTube. And I'm not going to overlook it because there are bigger programs, particularly not when this program gives you all the main event excitement and the frenetic main event excitement that you, dear listeners, need from Portland. Because what we've been talking about recently with Portland is the army. Remember the army? It was Buddy Rose and and Rip Oliver and Matt Bourne. And they were attempting to win belts. Now, what happened recently, what, two, no, a few weeks ago, was that Ric Flair was in the territory, all very exciting because he's the NWA champion, of course, at this point. And he's there for two weeks and he's going to face Hack Sawyer, who is the, and he did face Hack Sawyer, who is the, um, I said it twice, didn't I? So good, I said it twice. He's the champion, the heavyweight champion in Portland wrestling. And um, it causes Rose to say that whoever wins, and it is Ric Flair, he will face the winner the following Wednesday, because of course Ric Flair's still there. Ric Flair, still there. And um, if he loses, or if he doesn't take the belt away, he will leave the promotion. Now I heard him say that, you heard him say that, a lot of other people heard him say that, the local news media surely heard him say that, it was on TV, a lot of fans heard him say that. So he's gone. And last week, when I watched it, it didn't seem as exciting without the army, really, or without Buddy Rose's version of the army, anyway. But fear not. Fear not, gentle listener, because that man is back. Now, last week, Frank Bonema, who is the commentator here, and I'm really getting to like Frank. He's got a certain way about him, which is both unusual and warm and homely. He said a couple of weeks ago, or last week I think it was, well, Buddy Rose didn't didn't lose a loser-leave town match and the management have agreed that he doesn't need to leave Portland, so he's coming back. Now, just a minute, just just a cotton-picking minute. That's what my mother mother used to say when I was a kid. Just a minute. Let me just, let's rewind. Buddy Rose said, and I heard it, and you heard it, and a lot of people, other people heard it at the time and since then. He said that if he didn't win the belt, he would leave the territory. Now he's saying it wasn't a loser-leave town match. And I suppose it wasn't an official loser-leave town match, was it? So it's a sort of good-as-your-word match, isn't it? And he's not as good as his word, is he? Because he never said he was going to... It was never an official loser leave town match. Now, as um, Don Owen, the or Don Owens, isn't it? The the promoter and announcer said he made the match because he said on microphone, "I'm never going to get this good a chance again." Well, mate, should you not have created a loser leave town match then, or a loser leave the promotion match? 
It would have been, and then, see, it can't be watertight, can it? Because they don't half need Buddy Rose. And I'm very pleased he's back because the army, since, he, since he'd been gone, since he'd been gone, since he'd been gone, they captured some titles without him. It wasn't long, but since he'd been gone, they got belts. And it didn't take them long. And they are now, Bourne and Rip Oliver are the tag team champions. And Rip Oliver is the Portland heavyweight champion. He got the belt. He wrested the belt away from Hack Sawyer. So why would he need, or why would they need, Buddy Rose? Now, he's on his own to begin with. This is the end of the episode, really. It's the last hour or so. Because we always have a two out of three falls match, don't we? In the last hour. That's the way it goes in, in, in Portland. And um, he's saying that he'd been to Japan. And he won a tag team championship with Hulk Hogan, apparently. Um, so, the situation is... I just had to have a little break. And that means there may be a little break in this podcast. But it was very important. Because as I was talking about Buddy Rose and Hulk Hogan. And Buddy saying that they won a tag team championship in Japan. I thought, but the first part of this episode was a Japanese wrestling match. And it was Hulk Hogan. Just a minute. I was a bit Sherlock Holmes at the time. I'll tell you what, son. I suspect... The beginning of this programme is the said match you were thinking of. And it is. It is the match in which they won the titles. It's not Portland Wrestling, but this episode on YouTube, if you want to have a look at it, does have that match up top. So, to get back to Buddy Rose. He won a tag team championship, he says, with, uh, with Hulk Hogan. And... He also say he also has some presents for people. So he's got some hair restorer for Dutch Savage. You know who does the uh, who does the next week will be in this area just after Frank Bonham has done the same thing. He um, he's got some high lift shoes apparently for Hack Sawyer and for um, for Mr Rogers for Sawyer and Rogers the new tag team Tommy Rogers. He's got some lift shoes for them. They're not lift shoes, they're stilettos. The joke doesn't really work. He's got Dr. D, uh, a present for Dr. D. Dr. David Schultz, of course, who will be featured later on. And it's a muzzle. Now, Dr. D won't like that later, let me tell you about that. And he's got a bottle of tranquilizers for Matt Bourne. Now, he's also got $10,000 for any man who can run him out of the, of the promotion. Well, Don Owens might have been able to have done that if he'd have made it a loser lead town match, Don. Anyway, Bourne's out and not happy. He's not happy that Buddy Rose came out on his own and didn't talk to him or Rip and say, do you want to come out with me? Because the army are always together, or always were. He's not happy about the, um, the tranquilizer crack at all. And, um, you know, the joke. I'm not saying that tranquilizer, I'm not saying that there was, there was, there was crack. I'm saying that he was the bottle of tranquilizer. We need to get that clear, don't we? So he's saying that he got that they got the belt without him, and they're quite right. And what's going to happen on this main event is that 
Rose and Bourne are going to have to work together against Hack Sawyer and Tommy Rogers. Now, will they be able to do it? Rose thinks that they will be better than ever, and he shows us a kip-up to begin with. He's a big, big, big dude, you know. He's not, he's, he's not um, sylph-like, buddy. So to have a kip-up is extraordinary, really. Rogers hits a drop kick to Buddy Rose. There's a Rose back elbow and a knee drop. Then a born vertical suplex. A, now, it's a pile driver, right? He gets him up in the pile driver position, does Matt Bourne, and tags Buddy Rose just as he is sitting down with that pile driver. It's extraordinary. They're working fantastically well, just as Buddy Rose said they would. There's a double team elbow and double elbow drops, and they get the pin. It's 1-0. Now, while they are having their rest, Rip Oliver's out. He has the two belts, of course, and um, bigs himself up. And why would he need Buddy Rose? Why would he need Buddy Rose if he's got those two titles? Anyway, back in the ring... I'm setting this up, aren't I? Setting it up. Back in the ring, we've got a hack atomic drop and drop kicks to both of them. Rose and Bourne mistakenly hit each other. Now, we're going to get quite a lot of this. It's almost overbooked. It's almost they've hit each other again. What's going to happen this time? So, Rose is then thrown over the top. A female fan squares up to him. She, he, he says something to her. She kind of squares up, you know, really. I mean, in his face, to be honest. Frank says, don't ever touch the wrestlers. If you do, it's your own liability. Their tempers are flaring in a match anyway. So, don't ever touch the wrestlers. Yep, I think that's probably a very good advice. See, Rose said that she tripped him, which she didn't, but she didn't half stand up to him. Now, Hack really sells a uh, a born punch. He jaws at Rose, uh, does born. Gets they get knee lifts, and there's a Hack full Nelson on Rose. Hack takes both of them down, rolls them up. Rogers in on the top. Born hits him on the way down, and misses. Um, he misses and hits Rose, and there's a pin for the fall. It's one all. They've hit each other twice now, remember? Now, having a little break, out comes Dr. D. He didn't know Buddy before he came to Portland. That's really nasty to say, mate. <laughs> you know, to say, I'm really famous and you're not. He does call Rose the Pillsbury Doughboy. He says that he is the number one. And then Frank tells us, if you're driving, please drive carefully. Do your drinking at home. Or, as he says, if you're out drinking with somebody else at their home, stay over. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you, Frank. Frank says I can. Back in the ring, we get a really, really long Rogers headlock. Then Hack hits a suplex. There's a cover. Rose comes off the top. Hits Bourne. There's the pin. 2-1. They've hit each other four times now. It's not about Hack Sawyer. Or Tommy Rogers, it's about the imploding army. Now, Bourne is unhappy with Rose. They've got a commercial to go to, but they're going to hold on here for a minute. Thank goodness. <laughs> Don't go to the commercial. This is interesting stuff. And actually, they manage it really well, do Portland Wrestling. Now, it's Sandy Barr who's the referee. They fight in the ring, not Sandy. Bourne and Rose. Sandy's gone. He's hightailed it. You never see a ref leave that quickly, do you? Anyway. We then have a born chair to the back and Frank 
What a kettle of fish. It's great. It's great. Bourne's then on the mic. He's outside the ring. While he's talking, we see Rip Oliver. And the, it, and it, can't, it, it it's beautiful to see because it's good work from Buddy Rose. Not Rip Oliver. Buddy Rose. We see his face and he's bereft and upset and shocked. And then we get a split screen. Bourne then tells Don Owen, who's not there, that he wants a match with his ex-brother-in-law, Rose. And then the camera dissolves to Rose's really sad face. It's really done well, this. Beautiful work. Rose is on the mic. Bourne is back. He tells him to get the blank out of here. So really, you do know that by, that by I mean, by censoring himself and not giving a kind of epithet, by saying get the blank out of here, you do recognise that this is a work and you do recognise they're not really worked up and you do recognise that he's got the presence of mind to say that. But the work before it was just great. Rose gets beaten up at the end of this and I suppose there'll be a tweener then a face turn for Rose. I don't know and I'm looking forward to it. I knew this would happen. I mean, even last week, they were saying, well, you know, Buddy might come back and we're not really too bothered if he does or not. So we do know it was going to happen. But it was handled beautifully. Not the four times they hit each other. That was overbooked. Overbooked to blank. It really was. But I have to say that the look on Buddy Rose's face and the way they handled that with the dissolve and the split screen, that was blanking good. Really was. Oh, went a bit blank for a minute there. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what happens next week now. I really can't. Now, Buddy Rose has got a belt anyway because he won't want with Hulk Hogan, don't you know? But he needs to fight the army now. For those, he'll fight the army now. Oh, well, he'll fight the army now. Status quo. Status quo joke. Probably completely English. But there you go. That's what I am. And this episode was really rather nice. And I'll tell you what else is really rather nice. Patreon.com forward slash S-N-M-E radio. Radio. And um, it's not Radio Gaga. It's not Radio Goo Goo. It's really good wrestling and pop culture podcast entertainment. And if you are thinking, I want somewhere that I know I can get really good work, really good podcasts all the time. I'm not too concerned about spending a little bit of money. This is a little bit of money. It's about a dollar a week. That's not bad, you know. I love it. And I feel sure you will too. And if you immerse yourself in Portland as I have, you'll really feel fantastic. Ooh, yeah. It's good for what ails you. Even in this concentrated form. Ta-ta.